Welcome to the Mindset Design Podcast with your host, Arlen Moore. In this podcast, the hope is to provide the listener with actionable advice and inspiration to inspect their own mindset and make the changes they need to achieve success and fulfillment in their own life. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about mindset design, visit mindsetdesign.com or go to who.b/arlen. That's h-o-o.be/arlen. Or simply share an episode with a friend. That would be fire. Enjoy the show, and here's your host, Arlen. All right, welcome back to the Mindset Design Podcast. This episode's going to be lit, and I'll tell you why. I'll elaborate and tell you why. Because I was just... Okay, so let's just give you a little bit of a backstory here. I like to give myself challenges, whether it's... I know you. if you've been following me for a while, you know that I gave myself a 100-day vlog challenge... Um, I often tell people if they want to start a YouTube channel, give yourself a 30-day challenge. I've done 30 days no caffeine. I've done silent retreats. I've done fasting. And this month, I'm giving myself a 30-day TikTok challenge where I have to make a couple TikToks a day, every day for 30 days. There is a man by the name of Harry Raftus who does kind of like drinking-style TikToks where if you don't know what TikTok is or have no idea what I'm talking about. It's going to be difficult to explain, but basically his whole account is him just shotgunning beer. So I decided to make a TikTok that was like a, uh, it was like Harry Raftus, but 15% bougier. And I had, you know, a nice bottle of, of uh, Sauvignon Blanc from Napa Valley. I had my fire in the background and I had uh you know, a, a, a Santal 26 Le Labo candle in the frame. And the whole idea, you know, is Harry Raptus, but 15% bougier. Anyway, I do a couple takes and I'm just not satisfied with the clip. So I keep doing takes where I basically, every take I do, I have to down an entire glass of wine, of, of wine. And it gets to the point where I'm at now where I did so many takes that I realized I had drank more than half the bottle by myself and I'm kind of drunk. So that's where we're at right now. So this episode should be particularly lit. Um, so what's on my mind? I mean, one, I'm really excited to be bringing vlogs back and I will be getting to ask Arlen questions, don't worry, but I want to tell you what's on my mind before I get into that. I'm very excited to be bringing vlogs back, I realized that one of the most fun things in my life that I do is make entertaining, compelling content. It helps a lot when I have entertaining friends around. And what I'm excited about is that I am moving into the Hollywood Hills in less than 15 days, less than half a month, about two weeks. I'm moving in. It's so exciting. And I'm going to be around people Uh, because my friends live right down the street and I have been talking to my Hoobie friends who will be around. And so my point is I'm excited to be making content again. I'm really, really am. And I'm very excited because, you know, it's something I haven't been doing for a while. And the reason I've been putting it off, although I really don't believe in excuses, is that the reason I've been putting it off making content, making videos is because I've always had a disdain for having to do things. And what ended up happening with YouTube is that I started to feel like I have to make content 
in order to make money. Now, that might sound a little bit silly, like Arlen, you're essentially a YouTuber influencer, like that is your job. But, you know, in college, I didn't have to make money. When I was making videos, it was purely for the fun of it. And that's when I ironically make my best work, when it's purely for the fun of it. And yeah, sure, mo money is a motivator, but I don't have to make it to make a living. What's changed in the recent, actually, couple weeks to a month is I've been working very diligently with my team to build out an ad strategy and the ad strategy is basically replacing my need to make content because now I'm just paying for the ads and the ads obviously help bring uh, traffic to maxi my business so what I'm saying is that I've created a system so that my work you know my podcasts my YouTube videos are essentially a bonus and so it's just fun for me which I'm extremely happy about. This is exactly where I wanted to be going into 2021, and I couldn't be more ecstatic and excited about what's to come. Be, as an artist, which is really what I am, you know, at my core, and this is something I've talked about re frequently on this channel, really in early 2020, about how I really am an artist at my core. You know, my parents are artists, it's in my blood. It's what I've always done. Creation and creating art is something best done when you don't have to do it and when you only when you want to do it and when obviously I'm not saying you have to have you know some type of inspiration come up in you but when you have to do it to pay the bills it's a lot different than when you do it because you just want to do it so that being said I'm very excited for that moving forward I'm excited for all the memories that I'm going to be creating but also the process of creating them so moving into um, this next segment of Ask Arlen, I think uh, that was a nice little recap for now. I'm going to scroll through a couple of these questions. We have three today, and you guys are lucky because you're getting a, a half-drunk Arlen for these answers, which should be interesting. I mean, it's nothing wrong with a little experimentation, right? Christian asks, what would you suggest to a 23-year-old guy at the last semester of architectural degree that wants to start an online business related to architecture in seven months starting from scratch? I don't usually lack motivation, but I have a bad habit to do so many things at once and effectively do nothing. I recently started using the 80-20 principle and it literally makes me more efficient and less stressed but I can't estimate if it's really possible to make working make a working business in seven months. I need your advice. So Christian, the good news is that you have a lot more time than you think, um, and you are exactly where you need to be. And at 23, you know, I, you're finishing your degree, and you think you only have seven months. Well, listen, it's probably going to take longer than seven months. And now it might not. There's obviously many ways that it might not make seven months. Heck, I mean, with the the virality of social media and apps like TikTok these days, you can blow up in a weekend. But if you enjoy what you're doing and you just, if you just spend, you know, two to three to four hours a day doing that thing, which is growing that business. And if it's a business that you actually enjoy, even if after seven months, you don't make it fully successful, at least you're on a path to building something that you that will if it's not seven months you know two years minimum can be something or sorry two years maximum will be something that you can do full-time so that leaves you with a year and what what is it 
five months, a year and five months that you maybe have to get a traditional job. And even still, you can probably get a job that works for you in your favor. If you think 80-20, there's going to be a job out there that you can get that actually teaches you skills that potentially help you with that business that you're creating. For example, when I was starting my YouTube channel and I wasn't necessarily making enough money to live off of in the summer of 2017, I believe it was, or it might have been, yeah, 2017, no, it was 2016. 2016, I got a job, an online job, working for a guy who was starting an e-commerce brand. And my job was to basically manage a Shopify store. So this job was, you know, 15 bucks an hour. And I was managing his Shopify store, doing Facebook ads and all these things. And it taught me how to run my own Shopify store. So there's like, my point is Christian, don't worry as much about it. Don't worry as much about like getting it done in seven months. Like you're, this is a long-term play that you're on. Obviously, ideally you get it done in a few months and you blow up and you get to drop out of college, right? But, you know, don't worry so much about about that short-term game. It's it's a long-term game you're in and everything else is going to work out exactly as it should. Just remember that freedom and peace in the mind in the present moment will equal freedom and peace in the mind uh, and in reality, in reality. So if you have a, a mind full of freedom, if you have a mind full of, serenity then that will reflect in the outer world so if you even if you have to get a job seven months from now don't worry so much about it because even if you're at that job and you don't like it if it doesn't end up being something ideal well you'll still at least be able to practice presence at that job and that in itself will be something extremely valuable we're really all there i mean that's like a main part of this podcast is like consistently reminding the listener that we're here, you know, like wherever you are, whatever you think that you want, you already have, you're already on that path. Even if you're going through a difficult time, this is going to shape you into a person that can either help others with the pain that you're going through right now, or it just shapes you and makes you more motivated. And that's it. All right. Next question comes from Jamie and Jamie asks, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm actually, wait, hold on. Okay. Next question comes from an anonymous person. I'm 18, just starting to go into college, but I feel like it's not right for me. I've been trying to pursue e-commerce, but unsuccessfully. So I've lost a little over $5,000. I don't want to get into the trap of college and a nine to five. What are your thoughts on college and the nine to five? I want to drop out of college in order to pursue business and being self-employed, but I don't have anything else going yet for me yet. Do you have any tips on getting out of the rat race and the regular go to college and get a job? Yeah, absolutely, Jamie. So first of all, realize that that $5,000 that you quote that you said you lost is not lost. It was, it was actually invested. The $5,000 that you spent wasn't a, a loss. It was an investment and a lesson that you learned. You spent that time and invested that money into your business and you may have not made it back but you did make it back in that you learned. You had an experience and you learned something. And from that sense, what I recommend you doing is actually very similar to what I'm recommending Tristan to do, is I really recommend that you look for someone that you could work for that is building a business that you want to build. And it might just be doing customer service emails. It might be managing Facebook ads. It might be just running the Shopify store and doing kind of like bitch work. But if you just 
kind of take the 10 to $15 per hour wage and just eat it for a little bit while you build your thing on a side, which is exactly what I did while I was building my YouTube channel. You know, I, I had that job, but I was building, I was making YouTube videos every single day after work and it built up and built up and built up. And then it became something that I could live off of. That's exactly what I think you should do. I think you should get an internship or a job working for someone who's building what you want to build yourself and then build your thing while you're learning all the lessons. That is what I recommend. There's always a path like that available. You just have to search for it. Make a list of a thousand people you could potentially work for and direct message all of them. If you care enough about this and you care enough as much as you say, you will actually do that and it will lead you down the right path. All right, my next question comes from Ryan. This is the last question of this podcast and it is actually similar to the previous few questions, how to gain financial freedom. What types of passive income do you have? Um, sorry if this is the second question is too personal. So as far as my passive income, uh, the main thing that the main two sources of passive income that I really have, there's different types, really, there's true passive income, and there's semi passive income. Semi passive income is, is income that comes to you with less than seven hours of work. So uh, really, my entire business model is actually semi passive income, because I don't have to work more than seven hours to make all the money that I make. And that's where I think it's, you know, it's ideal because I enjoy the, like all the time, all the hours that I put in my business, I actually put in more than even required because I enjoy it so much. But my main form of true passive income is I'm invested in the stock market. I don't talk about this a lot, but I do have uh, a portfolio and it's not a massive portfolio, but because I actually believe in investing myself at this point in my life more than, you know, more than someone else's right but for me you know uh how to gain financial freedom the first part of your question is uh it's um how to gain financial freedom i mean it's a pretty vague question the real there's like a, a multiple part answer the first one is to start meditating and to remember what i said earlier in this podcast which is if you can achieve freedom in your mind you will achieve freedom in your finances if you achieve freedom in your mind, you will achieve freedom in your external reality in whatever capacity you want. If you are free from your thoughts, and let me break down exactly what that means. If you can find the off switch and you can just enjoy the present moment, being conscious of your inner reality, how you're feeling, and your outer reality, what you're hearing, what you're seeing, your senses. If you can identify as awareness and not just ego, if you can identify as the observing being of everything that's happening in your life and not as the ego, that you will have freedom. And that freedom will translate across all areas of your life, social, financial, physical, all of it. So Ryan, how to gain financial freedom first starts with, it's a very spiritual question to me, is freedom of the mind. And once you get there, you start to realize that the level that you have right now of, you know, whatever your finances are at is actually exactly where you need to be. And it's exactly the amount that you need to start learning the lessons you need to build those passive income streams. Now, what I recommend you do then is make a list of all the things you love doing and synergize. See if you can combine all the things you like doing with ways to make money. And if you follow a path that you enjoy doing on a daily basis, 
there's absolutely no way that you won't find wealth. If you do something and compound it over time and stick to it, you will find financial freedom. I know that's a vague question, but you know, vague, sorry, it's a vague answer, but vague questions ask for vague answers. <laughs> so Ryan, Jamie, Christian, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to you enjoying a call where you can get a lot more specific with the Maxi Success Coach that you were assigned to. So I hope that you have a great rest of your day, evening, whatever time it is for you. And I'll see you all in the next episode of the Mindset Design Podcast. If you'd like to participate, go to mindsetdesign.com slash askarlen. This is completely free. You can ask me a question as these nice, fine, young gentlemen have on this episode. And I'll set you up with a Maxi Success Coach to go in-depth on a action plan for 2021 and whatever question it is that you have. So have a great rest of your day. And that's it. Peace.